All right, welcome to South Point, where our mission is winning down river to Christ. We're one church in two locations. I'm Mark. I'm Brett. And we want to welcome all the kids joining with us today. What's, What's up? up? And all the first time. If this is your first time here, you get a special. What's up? What's up as well. <laughs> and everybody online, I'm glad that you're with us. Hope to see you in person sometime. Um, hey, especially during the Christmas season that's coming up. It's already here. So every once in a while we do this talk up on the screen. It's We're here in the Teen Center, by the way. Oh, yeah. Hanging out where the students hang out at the Trenton campus. Yeah, and it's even more rare that the two of us get to do this together. Right. So up on the screen. So that's what we're doing this year. We've done these four talks about virtues, uh, loyalty, honesty, yeah, integrity. Integrity. That's right. And today is gratitude. We thought that was a perfect topic since it's technically the season of Thanksgiving, right? And so you think, obviously, if we have an entire national holiday called Thanksgiving, we probably already get this gratitude thing nailed down. But not buzzkill, so not so much. It's probably pretty much become a day of gluttony, <laughs> uh, commercialism, merchandise, buying stuff, and sorry, Lions fans, really bad football. Yeah. Well, yeah, we talk a lot about these days this being an entitlement generation, and it, it feels like, you know, the world owes me everything, and oh, yeah. kids today, psychologists are saying kids are, are growing more and more entitled. It's like if you're 10, and you don't have a cell phone yet, you're being punished. You know, you turn 16 and you expect to have a new car, a nice car. You graduate and you have this uh, entitlement to a nice job with a good salary and flexible hours and vacation time. Maybe even you feel like you deserve the kind of house that you grew up in, you know, oh, that yeah. your parents afforded when they were in their 40s, you know, but you yeah. should get it in your 20s. No apartment now, living anymore. Yeah, but you know, to be fair though, Young people, young adults, uh, I mean, they do live in a different world where there's, I don't know, the, the, the education expenses are really high. Mm -hmm. Housing expenses are really high. They incur a lot of debt. But then maybe it's because our expectations are, are higher than oh, they should sure. be or yeah. were in the past yeah. where we, uh, we expect bigger houses now. We expect better cars with more features and more uh, technology, those kinds of things. So. Look, th this isn't really anything new. This goes back a long way. I remember 45 years ago, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving Charlie came out. Brown. I love Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, oh, right? Yeah. It's classic. My wife loves and, it. <laughs> Peppermint Patty, she is ungrateful. Yeah, it seems like the more we actually get, the less we appreciate. Every generation's the same. I mean, that generation has a little bit more than the previous generation and it becomes to be an entitlement thing. Like now we expect it. And right. if we didn't have it, what was us? It's a bad thing. And so it's not just them, it's us as well. It's all over the place. And there's a great story in Luke chapter 17 in the New Testament um, where it kind of gives an example of ungratefulness. These people had an issue. Uh, they were sick, they were lepers, and it was a serious disease. Um, and Jesus takes care of them, and only one of them chooses to show gratitude, which is pretty crazy. So watch this video. You don't like it. Yeah, all right, so Jesus had to have been dumbfounded. I mean, my dad, I know this, when you do a bunch of stuff for your kids, like you get them a thousand gifts for Christmas, and the kid's like, where's my, <laughs> oh, come on, like, no thank you whatsoever. And I don't want to be too, I don't want to be too hard on those guys. I'm sure the nine guys were like evil, but you have to wonder, was there some kind of like entitlement in there? Like they thought they, sh they didn't deserve it or like, yeah. you know, of course Jesus should have healed them because they never should have had this in the first place. Mm -hmm. And they forgot, like, wait a minute, 
Where's the gratitude? They didn't stop to say thank you, maybe because they had unrealistic expectations. And sometimes our unrealistic expectations, we put them on God as well, right? Like, God, I deserve a better life. I deserve health. I deserve this. I didn't get what I thought you, you should have given me, God. Um, and so for us right now, it's this question, right? Do I want to be like everybody else, like the nine? who aren't appreciative and don't show great, great gratitude, or do I want to be like the one? I want to be like the one, yeah. And so here's what we want to do. We want to define this because we want to fight against entitlement, this attitude. So we want to define what an ungrateful attitude looks like so that then we can overcome it, right? So the first thing, it seems this ungrateful mindset says, I want it now. Here's a perfect commercial for this. Again, this is perfect for our entitlement generation. Like, I want it right now. Yep. But again, it's nothing new. I'm going to take you back 45 <laughs> years ago. Some of y'all remember Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The original, I mean, the good one, you know, back when they had this character, this girl named Veruca Salt, you know, and she sings this big song. I want it now. I want it now. She's like this really spoiled brat. And I think that's us is... is we have these uh, expectations for everything now. We want our food made for us right now. If we have to sit in the drive-through longer oh than 60 gosh. seconds, <laughs> yeah. and we're shaking our heads like we can't believe it. We, we want our information right now. We got our assistant, Siri, Alexa, <laughs> like tell me something right now. Beck and call, yep. And we, we, we want at the touch of a button, just at a finger touch, it went this high speed information right yep. this moment. And if it takes more than just a few seconds, we lose our minds. We are having a meltdown. We start yelling at Siri and Alexa, have you ever done that? I've, I've yelled at them, like, come on. So, uh, I, how can you not understand me? <laughs> no, you're taking too long. Yeah, that's true, she does, she does get it wrong a lot of time. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I don't wanna save up and yeah. wait to, to buy something, I'm gonna just go into debt. I'm gonna take out a credit card and pay this ridiculous yeah, 20% interest rate's crazy yeah. because we are wanting something instead of waiting for something. Um, wanting more than we're willing to wait. So that's, again, just entitled, yeah. ungrateful kind of mindset. Attitude. I want it now, and then we get the debt. We get everything that comes with it as well. So it's not just this, it seems awesome, but then we get the consequences of it, and that's when we realize it's not so good. So first well, of all, ungrateful mindset says, I want it now. Second thing it begins to say is, I deserve more. more. Yeah, more. more. Like, more. my parents had to work for this, but I don't have to work for this. I deserve it more than what they had. Not, I don't ha shouldn't have to work for it. That's crazy. I deserve a better paying job. I, and we all do it. I deserve a better car. I deserve more vacations. I deserve better benefits. I deserve better parents. I deserve better grades. I deserve, and sometimes yeah, it's true. To me, yeah. uh, we, it's with, we all do it. We do it with everything. I want a bigger TV. I, I deserve that. Uh, I, my car, oh my goodness, it's already three years old. <laughs> it's, it's five years old and I got to get one with more features and gadgets and technology or could be you have another kid, right? And uh, oh, whoa, we got to get a bigger house because we can't have our kids sharing a bedroom. That's just not fair at all. Uh, I've got this closet. Sorry, kids. <laughs> I've, I've got a closet full of clothes, right? And we all walk in there and we, we say, there's nothing to wear. Nothing I don't to wear. Have anything to wear. I don't know. Call it what it is. It's just that ungrateful. I'm, I'm materialistic. I'm financially ungrateful. Yeah. And, uh, and it doesn't stop. No. It doesn't stop with stuff, man. It's relationships as well, right? Yeah. I mean, attitude goes into relationships, like uh, danger kids, right? Kids, we always say, I wish my parents were more alike. 
Mm. Whatever. I wish they wouldn't. I wish they would get out of my business. I wish whatever. And you put in there lots of things. Get out of my business. Yeah, you know, or parents, they say about their kids, I wish you were more alike. I wish you wouldn't be so much. And then it gets into our spouses, which <laughs> really can get us in trouble. Let's not go there. <laughs> I mean, we don't, but I've no, heard people do this, you know, like, you know, I wish their husband, I wish my husband didn't have this or didn't do that or my my, my spouse, my wife wouldn't do this. Or, or you don't have a boyfriend and you say, I wish I would have had a boyfriend or you have a boyfriend and you say, I wish my boyfriend was more like their boyfriend or my girlfriend was, it's just insane. We deserve more. And the crazy thing is, listen, you don't want to settle for a bad relationship, be a doormat or be abused in any way, shape or form, but people are flawed and sometimes we just have a crazy, unrealistic expectation of people as well. Yeah. So, you know, the, the world is looking at us that with envy while we take all that we have for granted as just a, an inherited birthright. And so gratitude is really an attitude that changes us. It's so powerful. It really becomes the antidote to our anxiety, our yeah. complaining, our stress. And so that's why our big idea is develop a gratitude attitude. Let's say that together, Mark. That's a good one. That's a memorable one. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Develop, develop a, a gratitude, gratitude attitude. attitude. All right. So instead of saying, I deserve more, we should really be saying, I'm, I can't believe I've got more than I deserve, really. Yeah. All right. And so now we've, we've done our grumpy old men routine where we're like, this is all the bad in the world. This is all the bad in us. And so that's what ungrateful Maybe. attitude looks like. We've defined it. So now the rest of our time together, we want to define or like, how do you overcome that? Right. Okay. How do you overcome that kind of ungrateful attitude? And the first thing is simple. It's you decide to turn every blessing into praise. So you recognize, wow, the good things that have happened in my life, and you give praise to the people who deserve it. Yeah, and when you say turn your blessings into praise, that really kind of goes back to the lyrics of an old, old song going way back <laughs> to the early 2000s. We used to sing called, uh, Blessed Be Your Name. Do you remember this? Oh, Where, I love that song. Uh, we would say, uh, every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. And yeah. why that's so important is because every blessing I don't turn back into praise, I turn into pride. Oh, you know, it's, uh, I'm entitled That's to good. it. So I would sing it, but then you would not huh. be very grateful for, for that. So. Would you get prideful? <laughs> Probably not. Not, so no, much, yeah. not on that one. No, that's true though. I and mean, that's, that's really true. Like it turns into pride and we wouldn't think of it that way. But then we begin to be the owner of it. And if I begin to be the owner of it or it's all about me, then that's what it is. And so praise and thanks are supposed to be hand in hand. So when I recognize that I'm thankful, oftentimes we forget to recognize that I should be thankful. Then it should turn into praise. And praise is we give praise to someone who deserves it. And most of the time it should be to God. And we often forget to praise God, to thank him. So action is, you know, for, if I wanted to turn this into praise, then every day do I sit down and say, thank you. Thank you. Not, hey, let me give you my list of what I would like, but thank you. Thank you for, I have breath. Thank you, I have a body. Thank you, I have that job. Thank you, I have whatever. Thank you to the one who deserves yeah. it most, which is the creator and sustainer right. of the universe, right? All right, so number one, turn blessings into praise. Number two is going to be turn complaining into contentment. Ooh, that's, that's a big deal because that's, that's our default. We just complain about so much, and uh, God says that we should do everything without complaining. In fact, there's an old verse way back in Ecclesiastes says this, enjoy what you have rather than desiring what you don't have. So in other words, it's better to uh, enjoy the things that you 
already possess the things right in front of you in your hands before your eyes instead of going out there and searching for all the things yeah. that you don't have just learn to enjoy what you have and there's another Old Testament proverb uh, chapter 15 that says the cheerful heart has a continual feast so in other words if you have a cheerful grateful heart you can just enjoy this buffet of, <laughs> of blessings that God gives you right uh. better a little with the fear of the Lord than great wealth with turmoil. And we, we're oh. kind of people, we want to have a bunch of stuff. That's good. But we'd rather have that than God. So yeah. better to have just a little bit with God than a bunch That's of good. stuff without God. I laugh only because I can only think of Golden Corral, honestly. And I don't like Golden Corral, but my wife loves Golden Corral. Yeah. I'm not a buffet kind of guy. Yeah. I'm not. But when it comes to this, that's good. That makes so, so much sense. Like God's buffet is <laughs> smorgasbord of, of, of blessings, of good stuff. Do I even recognize this amazing assortment of stuff in front of me? Um, and to be content with that because there's always more. And that's the thing you said, you know, like we don't want to, I can always chase more. There's always more. But more comes with a cost, right? It's the emptiness and unfulfillment because more doesn't get me what I really want. Um, and then it becomes with the headaches and the, and the bills <laughs> that come with more. And this is that crazy verse from Paul. He said this in Philippians and it's on like, you know, Steph Curry's sneakers, you know, and it's all over like right. gyms and like a sport, like this um, motivational statement. The verse that helps you win games. Yeah, but this is crazy what he actually meant. It's in Philippians 4. I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And this is when he says that amazing, I can do all things, I mean, all through all this through him who gives me strength. So it's not about running yeah. faster, making more points, getting stronger, being better. It's I've learned to be content. Like, I can be content no matter if I have a lot of money, no matter if I have a job, no matter if I have nothing, no matter if I'm sick, no matter if I'm healthy, I can be content. And it's by nature, right? We're all great, ungrateful, typically. We all become ungrateful, it's just easy. But the cool thing here is, right, he says, I learned. So that means we can learn. Yeah, you gotta train yourself to think that way. So yeah. you know, the next time you're thinking, oh, my, uh, my, my car, I'm sick of my car. <laughs> it's three years old already, it's five years old. You know, I need to get something with better tech in it. I need to get something newer. No, you, you train yourself to say, okay, Lord, thank you for this car. That I'm like among the three to 5% of the world's population, uh, wealthiest people, and I'm able to afford transportation. Yeah. Or when you, you look <laughs> around at your house, my house is always a mess. Well, thank God for that mess, because that means I've got family and I've got friends who enjoy this house. Thank you, Lord, for that sink full of dirty dishes, right? Because it means I've got food. And yeah. thank you, Lord, for that pile of stinky, dirty laundry because it means we got nice clothes. <laughs> clothes. And when you look around here, you say, my house is too small. Oh, okay, well, yeah, but look at what you have. You have running water. You've got a toilet or two. I mean, that's incredible. Most people in the world have never had that. The kings of the past didn't have that kind of luxury. Uh, so true. So uh, you, you say, thank you, Lord, for all those things that you've given me. I want to get away from that entitled, ungrateful, spoiled, rotten mindset. And uh, you know, it's, it, if, if it's a job, God, I hate my job, I'm, this is a miserable job. Okay, yeah, but thank you, Lord. I've got a job in a time when, when other people don't have a job. I gotta train myself to think like that. Yeah. I gotta learn it. So thinking becomes an attitude. But it doesn't have to stop with an attitude or it can't just stop with an attitude because attitude is up here. I have to turn that attitude right into an action. Mm -hmm. 
turn the attitude into action. And that's where we struggle sometimes. Like we think, I've got to have this good attitude. I've got to smile when I'm not happy. I've got to, you know, just bear it, just deal with it. But no, we turn it into an action, and the action looks like I'm being grateful. So it's the one instead of the nine. They come back to Jesus and say thanks. So a simple way, right, here's, right, you can say today, if your kids, you know, every week, if they come to South Point every week, they have volunteers that pour into them every week yeah. and care about them and love awesome. them. Why not say thank you? Why not just say simply thank you? Write cookies. them a note card. Cookies. Dude, cookies are always a win. Um, or, you know, the elders. I mean, whoever thinks about just saying thank you to the elders, and you might not even know them, and that's okay, but like, just say thank you. Or leaders, your small group leader, or the, the people who put out hospitality every week here at South Point, just say thank you. Or your teachers at school, firemen, policemen. There's so many people that have poured into us. Kids are watching, so thank mom and dad. Dude, that's brownie points, but also <laughs> it's attitude, brownies right? Are good too. It's Cookies, that, brownies, it's all good. <laughs> and parents kids. We should thank our children too. I mean, it's not just all the kids, but we have to turn it into attitude. Be vocal about our appreciation. Yeah. So, you know, there's lots of ways we can show appreciation to God, right? We can tell Him, we yeah. can sing to Him, we've been doing that. But another really important way is, is to give back to God. Now, whenever we bring an offering to God, it's not like we're trying to repay Him for what He's done for us. You can't, I mean, how can you? All the stuff that we have belongs to God. We're just managers. We're stewards of all his blessings is on loan to us. So we can give it all back to him and that's never gonna repay him. But it's just a way uh, of showing like all the other people in scripture, whenever they wanted to thank God, they would bring an offering. Yeah. They would bring some sort of a sacrifice because thanks and giving really do go together. I mean, all throughout scripture, you see that. And God has really blessed us so much more than we ever realized. Um, we have so much prosperity. Yeah. And I look, I look at the patterns of Christians who give and you go all the way back to the time of the Great Depression where people were dirt poor. Mm -hmm. And we're giving at the same level that they were giving way back then. It hasn't increased hmm. even though our level yeah, of prosperity, our newsflash, we're rich now. We don't think of ourselves that way, but why don't we give more? Well, because we're uh, a lot of times just, we're not grateful. Not grateful. You know, I think back as a dad, like some of the greatest gifts that I've ever been given are like simple things for my kids when they were grateful. Like they were appreciative of it. Yeah. yeah, and I did something and Out it was, obligation. it, was, like, oh, it could have been dad. a piece of dirt, you know, it didn't matter. It could have been a flower they picked up off the ground or something, you know, and they literally, I'm thinking of my, my son brought me a worm one time and I'm like, holy cow, like I know what it meant to him. <laughs> And like he, that was everything to him. And he did it completely out of gratitude. And when you, when I think about that, when I, when I'm grateful, I am generous. When I'm not grateful, I'm not. And so we should give out of gratitude. And the crazy thing is how could we ever not give out of gratitude? Because we have the greatest gift that's ever been given to us. Like oh, yeah. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Like how can I never, how can I forget that? Yeah. And every time we focus on it, then it allows us to be grateful. And, and we give. And, and another way that we give is, is through serving, right? We also can serve. It's not just with finances and our stuff. It's with our time and our abilities as well. And there's no way you can be like Jesus and not be a servant. Yeah, you can't, you can't be like Jesus without serving. You can't be like Jesus without giving, without yeah. being generous. He's, he's the ultimate example. So whenever we do anything like that, we're not going to serve in order to earn anything. We're not going to give to because it will... We can brag about it, like, look what I did, God. <laughs> Nobody's ever going to stand in front of God one day and say, Lord, I really, hey, let me in. I really deserve to be in heaven. I had this coming to me. Go ahead and, and give me what I got coming. No, you know what you, you've got coming to you? You know what I really deserve? <laughs> you don't want that. It's, yeah. it's death. It's separation. 
It's condemnation. The only reason why we do all this stuff is because we're trying to show gratitude to God. We love him for what he's done for us. So I, I don't know, think about what can you do this week to show gratitude, yeah. to say, Lord, you have done so much for me. What can I do for you? That's pretty simple. So that's our big idea again. So develop. Say it, well, say it together. Okay. Let's do this on three. One, two, three. Develop, develop a gratitude, gratitude attitude. attitude. I want to say attitude of gratitude, but we did it. We did way. it. Develop gratitude. And if you have any ungratitude in your heart, then let's pray about that. All right. All right. So, Father, we want to confess that we have uh, this entitlement mindset way too many times. And we want to ask you to forgive us for any ungratefulness, for taking your blessings for granted, God, because uh, we want to learn how to how to be grateful. We don't want to be like those nine that walked away from Jesus. We want to be the one that comes back and says, thank you. And uh, God, just change us from being this entitlement generation into one that's overflowing with gratitude, uh, with worship, with love for you, God. Uh, we're obviously, God, we're thankful for what you've done for us. We, we, we're blessed in a lot of material ways, but Lord, we so much underestimate what you've done for us in, in the giving of your son, Jesus, what, how you've changed our lives, Lord, the way you've transformed us. And we're thankful that we get to be a part of a church like this that uh, wants to bring that good news to other people. We want to be a part of that work in, in this world, Lord. So change us, help us to continue to be the most grateful people, the most grateful church and generation ever. Uh, God, as we partner with you and, and um, let us be the ones, Lord, not the nine, but the ones who are full of gratitude, most of all for your son. And it's in his name we pray, amen.